So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price on the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag on skittle, the skittle. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360 What's up, everybody? It's the Fast Me Blow Average Podcast. We're back after a couple weeks break. I am one of your hosts. My name is Kamish. Soon to be Troy Calhoun tattooed Kamish. And I'm also on the line with my boy, Archie. What's up, Arch? Not much. I say we get right into it. So for those that didn't see, I think was was it announced on Twitter? But you yeah. can go go ahead and get into it and uh hopefully this is this might be the most incentive that the the team really needs to go thirteen and zero this year. Yeah, so pretty much what happened was a a picture came out of Troy Calhoun throwing um a pass in practice, I guess. A beautiful I beautiful know. spiral. Oh the man, <laughs> but just just the way he looked, and actually, let me go back and because uh, I want to do it justice, where I actually talk about the picture of exactly what it is. But on a whim, I kind of said that if Air Force football goes thirteen and zero this season, and so thirteen and zero means that they have to win out the entire season and then get into their bowl game. And I don't want to talk about bowlology right now, if you will, but. Pretty much, if Air Force wins out against like this Boise State team in Colorado, there's a good chance that I don't want to say there's a good chance that they'll get into a New Year's Six bowl, but it's definitely going to be a pretty good bowl game. Uh, so I said that if we win all those, I will get a tattoo of Coach Calhoun on myself, and it's of a very specific picture. And so, like we said in the picture, he's throwing on the field. Um, he's got that arm inverted, just like you can tell that, flip, that he's like the pinky flick. Yeah, he's got like the, it's really the form, and the ball's on a perfect spiral, and just laser focus in his eyes, his his back foot is just raised up in the heel, it's gorgeous, and his, his legs look great in shorts, normally he's a big khaki guy, um, and you can even see the shadow on it, so, and here was my initial thoughts on it, so, and if we look in, into some of the responses on the tweet, what happened was people came out and I didn't think it was going to get a ton of traction. Obviously nine times out of 10, when I'm posting on Twitter, my, I'm kind of doing one of two things. I'm either trying to get people to get into a little bit of a tizzy or I'm just literally posting whatever's on my brain. That's why there's usually super random disjointed things. Um, so I do a lot of the tweeting where it'll go from air force football to chief Keefe. Your thoughts on Chief Keefe's newest EP and back and Exactly. Forth. Yeah. So I said, if we go 12-0 in the regular season and win the bowl game, I'm getting this image of Troy Calhoun tattooed on myself. Some of the responses include screenshot saved with a screenshot of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one uh, response that says hashtag me too. That is not what that means. Um, <laughs> and then another guy asking if we'll be selling stuff at the game for this weekend and then another guy from army kind of chirping us but then i got a bunch of quote tweets on it who had responses to things um and so i think i I wouldn't say that it went like viral necessarily in the air force academy community but there are going to be some people who maybe keep an eye out and so my whole thought process was this so i don't have any tattoos right now i'm not against them 
Um, but I've always had a thing where I'm like, there's nothing that I liked two years ago that I would even like today, much less want to have for the rest of my life. Like, I've said this, and if you don't know what exactly what I'm talking about, see, I stamp my golf wedges, big golf guy, um, and I stamp something on them like a few months back, and I already hate it. And that's just on a golf wedge. And that's so. something you can throw out or not look at. Exactly. So with this, um, but I was just kind of like, man, if we actually did it, if we came off of two losing seasons and then just completely went out in 2019, especially with the success that Army's had, I mean, that's something that I think is worth it. And I really don't think it's an impossible task. There's obviously a few games that are going to be really tough to overcome. Um, you know, we have Colorado coming up next week, and then we also have Boise State the following week on a short week under the lights on Boise's blue turf. And then we also have Fresno State this season, and then Army later on. And a much improved uh, Wyoming, who just beat Missouri over the weekend, and even Colorado State, who's normally kind of a cupcake, or at least they have been for the last few years. Mike Bobo is coming back for some health stuff. And he's doing better and, and coached a pretty good game against Colorado, even though they lost. So it, it is a tough schedule. I mean, all things considered, it, as long as you don't just look strictly at like our, our strength of schedule ranking or whatever on ESPN. But if you really dive into it, it's a pretty tall order to do this. But I mean, I believe in the team. This weekend against, tail, uh, against Colgate, and I don't want to talk about it too much because it was basically just a blowout. Um, but it was it was great to see, and I know we had issues with the quarterback decisions and what we were doing, but both the quarterbacks looked great when they got in. Our second quarterback, Isaiah Sanders, was the one who threw the only pass, so all things lo- like really looked up, and I, I think that they have a solid chance of beating Colorado next week. But I think the thing about the tattoo is that if I get it, here's the way I'm going to kind of attack it, right. and you got to tell me your thoughts. I'm going to get it on my hip because I don't have a wings of blue tattoo, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I your might hip or your I, thigh, like my thigh, like lower, like kind of hip side, but like lower. Okay. Cause I was thinking like, you know, how it's in for chicks these days to have like a small little tattoo where like the bikini goes just above that. Yeah, no, it's nothing like that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That's I think of the hip as like the side. Okay. So the thigh, but so I'm going to get it the like side on the of outside. The side of the leg exactly and it's gonna be small it's gonna be probably like two or three inches but it's gonna be really really good detail because i need to get all those details in there like i need you to see his fingers i need you to see like if they can get the expression on his face so it'll probably be small but pricey and i think that's a little bit better than going like maybe big and not defined or big and defined which is just ridiculous i'm not gonna have my one and only tattoo be this huge thing of troy calhoun that is not not or that's super well defined that cost me like thousands of dollars so um so the question is at what point of the season do you get nervous like there has to be a game never because you're never so you were in the bowl game we are let's say we're in a bowl game let's say what's a realistic opponent against arizona state something like that all right um we're not in the idaho potato bowl we're actually in a bowl game that people kind of care about it is overtime, and we line up to kick a field goal. They, It's our chance, right? At this point, field goal wins it. There's not a small part of you that hopes that he just pulls it a little bit to the left so you don't have to get a tattoo. No, absolutely not. And that's my whole thing is that, like, if if we're at this point, like, I want it to happen. So that's why I'm super on the fence. Like, I don't care. If, 
It, because having the tattoo means that we did this, and it means that this dumb thing that I said. I'm always super jealous of those guys who ha- who get tattoos like before the season, and it'll be something ridiculous like. It's never national champions because national champions are always the exact same. There's always like Bama guys, Clemson guys, whatever. But the guys who get like random Super Bowl years where it's kind of a random team, um, like not the Patriots, I am always super like, I think last year somebody got a Browns it. one. Yeah, see, that's a bad beat. But that's why I'm <laughs> saying I'm not getting I'm not getting the tattoo beforehand. Like, like I'm not getting the Commander in Chiefs trophy on my leg and saying like 2019 is the year. That'd be a weird move, anyways. Um, but no, I'm I'm not nervous at all. And I think, I think the biggest thing out of it that I would want to get out of it is it's just like all the stuff that we've wanted from our alma mater. I mean, we've been doing this for what three years now. I think we've proven that we're not a threat. All we do is bring grads and cadets kind of into the fold in a little bit different way that the AOG and the Academy and the athletic department doesn't do. I think that that would be the time where we get media credentials because here's the thing. If I have a tattoo of Troy Calhoun and this was the biggest thing that I really wanted to do. If I get the the tattoo of Troy Calhoun, I want him to sign it, sign below it. And then I want to go get that tattoo. (laughs) So, because I've always, I've always heard that getting tattooed is, is addictive. And so if I can just turn my entire like right lower half of my body into just like an homage to the Air Force Academy, I think that'd be incredible. But you don't think that part of him is going to be like, this guy really got a tattoo of me and then you're never going to get media passes because you're going to be the guy with the Troy Troy Calhoun tattoo? Uh, I think that could go one of two ways. So I'm always looking for a way to spin things. Cause I don't think, I think he's the guy. I think if he found out somebody got a tattoo of him, it would be like one of those very awkward moments where he doesn't in the back of his mind, he's like, what an absolute weirdo, but he doesn't really know how to, how to say it. If I got into a press conference with Troy Calhoun, he's going to think I'm a weirdo anyway. And not only that, but here's the other thing going 13 and no, he, he has to get it. If he doesn't understand that he's not a football guy, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, that's true. So I, I think he would get it. Um, and I feel like he has to. I, to me, it's it's like if someone ever got a tattoo of me, if someone ever got a tattoo of us, like podcasting, because we're their favorite podcasters, then I would feel honored. Yeah, but this is also the space that we're in, where that's just great content. I don't think Calhoun cares about content. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't know. I I think you'd be into it. What I really want is I want us to go far and then have someone ask him about it. So this is kind of like one of those things where, you know, we're in like fifth grade and I write the note to uh to someone's friend, to like some girl that I like's friend. And I'm like, hey, can you tell them that I like them? And then they write a note back and they're like, uh, yeah, they kind of like you too. This is how you That's get... what I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I need out of this. I need someone to go into a press conference and be like, hey, did you hear this? There's this like really handsome podcaster who's going to get you tattooed on him. And he just like, Troy Calhoun just like shyly giggles and he's like, are, are you sure? Like, really? <laughs> are you, and he's like, are you worried that if you do get the tattoo, everyone else is just, just going to think you're copying the trend of everybody getting Troy Calhoun tattoos lately? That I am worried about. If this, I mean, if this becomes a trend where everybody's getting Troy Calhoun tattoos, then I don't know what to tell you. But 
Um, I I think I'm okay with it enough. I, I think I'd be happy with it. My wife is not thrilled with the idea of it. <laughs> so she's gonna be rooting against Air Force. She she yes she said that she said she has no problem rooting against Air Force. Wow, where's um, her loyalty? I mean, it's certainly not to a Troy Calhoun tattoo. That's for sure. Do you know how many uh, tens of dollars you're bringing in with FNBA to, exactly. to help pay for one bag of dog food a year? Well, or to pay for my tattoo. But <laughs> you might be able to get the down payment for the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she was not thrilled. She basically told me, no, you're not getting it. And I was like, I have to. There's a bunch of people online who don't know me who are really counting on me if this happens. So um, that'll be a conversation that um, I guess will come down the road. So I guess this kind of marks week one of Tattoo Watch. I'm still I'm still on the hook for a tattoo, and I hope it comes true. Me too. That's really what it comes down to. It'd be uh, Which is a crazy thing, because feet. I guess... It, yeah, well, at the end of the day, like, I, I kind of don't want a tattoo, but it's like, I want everything that it takes to get there. So in the end, I'm really only going to be happy with a tattoo. That's kind of the way I've justified this entire thing. Well, we'll see how it develops, and hopefully, we're not going to be going into crazy detail on this again, unless, you know, we get towards the end of this thing. But hopefully, every week, we can just say, hey, tattoo watch, it's still a thing. Like, this is still happening. Um, and that's just kind of how we'll summarize every football game. Like, is is Kamish is Kamish's leg still on the table or not? Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So yeah, like we said, no football this weekend. So that it's a nice, well-deserved break after uh, one game. I think that's probably <laughs> it's probably some galaxy brain strategy right there, considering how tough the rest of our season is. Uh, just taking the break after week one against an FCS opponent. Uh, but that's really neither here nor there right now. We have CU next week up at Folsom Field in Boulder. Um, I don't know. It should be a good game. I, I think we have a decent chance, but it's one of those things where I'm going to be really, really excited up until the start of the game. Then I'll be really nervous, and then you'll have to like check back in with me at the half. Yeah. And I'll see if I'm still excited. So It'll also be interesting that we uh, basically will be throwing the ball potentially for the first time uh, when we play CU. So. We'll see yeah, how it goes. we did. Well, I I did. There's a guy on Twitter. Uh, I I don't have his handle right now. I want to shout him out, but um, he's been pushing basically like a Catholics versus convicts kind of thing, which I really love. That goes back to the Miami Notre Dame game in like the '90s. But he's been saying aim high versus I'm high. So the other ones I came up with uh, were pilots versus potheads and scholars versus stoners. Okay. I don't. I don't think the Scholars versus Stoners is that good a one, but I think Pilots versus Pod has, has has some pop. But there's no way we're going to be able to get shirts out, I mean, by then and and all that. And then, then I was worried about royalties on the other end with Aim High versus I'm High. So, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but that's, I mean, that's really it for football. Another thing, and I didn't dive into all the sports that have been going on. I feel like there's always kind of like, I never know when when sports start up for all the all the teams. I feel like tennis always has like a little fall season and and soccer season always kind of confuses me too. But we did have men's soccer beat Army oh, this week I, uh, two to one. Uh MPA points versus joints. How about that? <laughs> I should have given you a second <laughs> to think of it. That's good. A little uh, comedic timing for you where you start a different topic and then I bring it I bring it back full circle. Yeah, uh Commandant versus Kush. Yeah, but I like when they rhyme exactly. 
Well, it's about the alliteration, too. Well, it's, yeah, it's exactly the alliteration. Like, you just have to, what's, like, some weed paraphernalia? A bong? Uh, yeah, bong. <laughs> Air Force song versus bong? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's almost funnier when they're bad. Yeah, like, like, MPA points? Nobody really looks for their MPA points. Yeah, MPA points versus joints. Okay. <laughs> um, we might sell exactly zero t-shirts to sit. I'd wear it though. I don't. I don't care. I'd wear it sitting on my couch, um, admiring my MPA points that I have. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, though, men's soccer beat Army two to one, which was really cool Let's last go. weekend. And then women's soccer plays against uh, Army this weekend. Let's so go. we'll have to keep an eye on that. And then one thing that was kind of cool, unfortunately, it was cool, but it was unfortunate. Uh, women's volleyball played against Navy at the Pentagon. Yes, I said the Pentagon. Talked to a guy who went to the game and he said it was kind of a nightmare getting in because it was quite literally like during rush hour and all these people are trying to go to their jobs and they were playing in like the Pentagon's fitness center. Um, and so we unfortunately lost the Navy, but still kind of cool that they got a chance to do that. And uh, yeah, good for them. So one thing that we used to do, here's my question. I, I don't know how, maybe it's just because this segment is so easy and because it actually kind of, renews itself and it's not just us kind of reaching down into the barrel to come up with new things to talk about but how has behind enemy lines stayed the course when we've lost so many other segments to time that's a good question i think it's just because the other service academies do a lot of bonehead stuff so yeah we see it in the news and then we're like hey this is a segment we have so this is perfect yeah so the first thing i wanted to talk about uh west point has a hundred and sixty million dollars taken away from them uh, for a new parking lot and for an engineering building, and it is going supposedly to President Trump's wall. Um, everybody's up in arms about that. But then, conversely, one of the funny things is that the Air Force Academy began their hundred and fifty-eight million dollar. Is that correct? Yep. Chapel renovation today, as well as and then Cadet Fieldhouse improvements are on their way. So. Um, before anyone gets into our DMs, like, hey, do you not understand how funding works, how it, where it all comes from? I don't want to hear it. That money was taken directly from West Point and given to the Air Force Academy for our improvements because Air Force is better than Army. So that's the narrative I've painted in my head, and I really don't want to hear anything else. I think it was like, uh, kind of like when a, a Division One athlete picks the school that he's going to go play, he or she is going to go play at, and there's hats on the table. Yeah. You know? yeah. They they just had like two pieces of paper and it was the chapel and then West Point was like, which one, you know, we have $150 million. One has, we have $300 million. Half of it's going to the wall, half of it's going to fixing one of these pro, this, these projects. And he's like, well, this is, this is a no brainer. And he put on his Air Force hat and he said, we're giving the money to Air Force. Yeah. What also would have been awesome is if he had like, uh, you know, the giant check, like the Happy Gilmore check. Um, if he just had yeah. that and then a Sharpie and then on the, the two line he just wrote air force academy on it versus army i think that'd be pretty good too um or long big beautiful blue line yeah i mean it kind of makes sense like my theory on this i guess our theory because president trump was at the air force academy and he did say how beautiful it was we didn't see him going to that garbage dump up in west point so what would be funny is after it's all said and done like 
First off, a little audio meme before I even create this meme. Well, I this... promise you it's going to be, this will be out after <laughs> this meme goes up. So go ahead and say it. Well, anyway, for you guys that are retroactively listening in the future, but it's currently the present, I picture the Academy fixing the chapel the way they fix anything. They just throw a big garbage bag over it. And then it just sits there for four years. And then it's miraculously fixed. I guess that would really be Goodwill taking that under their paws or their hands. Yeah. But um, so I imagine we put the garbage bag over the academy for four years. Nobody really knows what's going on. We just know that we can't go in the academy. But then when it's removed, it's now like the golden color that Trump's all a lot of Trump's hotels and and yeah. uh, golf courses are, and it says like Trump across the side or that something. He's so like, hey, funny. that that was part of the deal. It was either not getting fixed or it's being rebranded. Well, and I was wondering when they're talking about improvements. I, I mean, I didn't hear anything like concrete about what the improvements were. It's if, le- it, it's the only leaking. thing I saw was that it was leaking, but I'm like, $158 million for some leaks? Well, did you hear why it's leaking? No. So I guess when they first built it, or if they did renovations like the last time or whatever, I guess to cut costs, basically the contractors came back and said, listen, we can either use this reinforced like steel or or whatever it is or we can just pour out some caulking and they were like yeah the caulking is way cheaper but it's basically not gonna last and they were like yeah do that one so i like how i live my life i know the total like future Future problems problems. yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was look good now yes all right See, it was exactly it was some guy who was like so you mean i can get married in this next week and we can do it really cheap yeah go ahead and do that uh that is awesome that just goes to show it's like we've talked about this before but you think all these big businesses and we're t- i'm totally speculating here but everyone thinks especially when you're younger big businesses big corporations everyone knows what's going on you know yeah. when realistically especially if you get you know in some higher up corporation i would assume it's like everyone's just trying to kind of figure it out as they go and this was probably one of those decisions where it was like ah you can just use the caulking it'll be yeah fine. i think they said they use something like 20 miles worth in the whole thing too which is like a crazy saber metric um should have used more mileage <laughs> yeah just put put a few more miles down there maybe use the maybe use the eco caulking get a few more miles to your gallon there yeah um but I, I don't know. I think the one thing that I found kind of funny was the people who they did kind of a segment on a few videos. I think the Air Force Academy puts them out. I think the Gazette puts them out. And it was like people, the title was like people visiting the Air Force Academy chapel for the last time. And the timeline on it is only three years. And some of the people were kind of old. So I was like, damn. Are you guys saying that these people are gonna die, or like that they're just never coming back, or what's the issue here? So that one was really threw me off a little bit. Like it's only supposed to be three years, dude. Not to mention, I I went to the chapel every week in basic to take a nap. Yeah, and then I think I went one time when my parents were visiting, and they forced me to go to church. And yo, I don't know. Maybe one some services have more people than others, but I would imagine, just like every other church in America, that attendance is declining, right? So it's like... Hot hot religion takes from Archie. <laughs> I'm not talking about religion. I'm just talking about the attendance there. When I went to church, there were like six people in the crowd. Okay. Um, 
anyway, the point is, people are acting like like they're visiting the church all the time. Maybe as I'm saying this, it's really not working in my favor because I'm imagining that the only reason people go to the chapel is to visit it, not to go to church. So I take back everything I just said. I would guess if it's your it's your normal church you go to every week, then it would be a little bit devastated if you couldn't go for four years. No, you're kind of right. I mean, that's what they were saying. Like in all the articles, I mean, at least in all the articles and all that stuff, they talk about the the guy who made. I mean, the fact that it's and see this this is where we definitely should have done our research. But basically, the building itself is what makes it. I mean, like if it was just a church, I don't think people would be necessarily like. I, I don't think that the Academy holds, this is the best way to say it, I don't think the Academy's chapel holds any religious significance to any religions. Like, you know, how other other churches do, like, different cathedrals and different mosques and uh, different temples and whatever else. Like, there's just, they'll, they'll hold significance in that way. All the significance of the Air Force Academy chapel comes from the architecture of it. So, yeah. no, you, I think you're absolutely right. And that's that's really the point of this. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see it. I, it's it's clearly kind of the cornerstone look of the academy, and I guess that other thing that sticks out of the ground now. I want to. <laughs> I kind of want to visit that because I don't. I see pictures of the character and leadership development center or whatever it is. And yeah, I don't CDLC. really. I don't get it. I don't really understand exactly where the light is coming from. Where like the, the people Polaris are or whatever. Yeah. So. Is there anything in the Polaris, or is it just the people are under the ground, or is it no, like there's I levels think, in that? I think uh, the Polaris is a star, right? Uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's something like if you're standing underneath and you're looking through the structure at like probably for one minute every year, the Polaris star is right there. I don't know the whole thing, but Do you think something that's... like that. Do you think that's scientific, or do you think they just kind of eyeballed it? Like, yep, that looks good. They probably just eyeballed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that whole thing confuses me, because I always see random, like, speeches being given there, and they always do the uh, auxiliary graduations for, uh, like, the, the graduations they do over the summer and in December and stuff, and it's just, I, I don't get it. I don't under, I don't, I can't get the kind of the spatial understanding of exactly where everybody is. I thought you could go up into that big glass thing, kind of like, like, you know, the St. Louis arch, like people can go in that. And that's kind of what I thought was going on, but I, maybe uh, not. I don't know. I gotcha. Um, cool. So anyway, so the point is that air force, um, was just awarded a bunch of money that West point was supposed to get. So shout out air force. Anyway. So this has been a story that we've been following. I don't know if it's necessarily even the best story ever. Uh, but it at least kind of piqued our interest because of how much of a character the guy was. So this dude, Bruce Fleming, he was a longtime professor at the Naval Academy, did some kind of weird stuff, um, but it was kind of, you know, up in the air as to whether or not he should have been fired. There's been debate, but he was fired because they said that he basically just didn't kind of fall in line with what the Naval Academy is trying to do. He said it was that people just didn't like him and that he was actually teaching cadets or midshipmen rather how to think for themselves. Whatever. It became a whole thing. So he gets fired. He takes it to court, and then the court says, yeah, you guys have to hire him back, but guess what? You can still appeal it up to another court, and so now he's back at the Naval Academy, but the Naval Academy has decided to appeal that decision, and so he is no longer in a teaching capacity. He is now doing scholarly research, 
And what the reason why I just wanted to touch on this for even a second is just thinking about how this is. From a legal standpoint, it, com it completely makes sense. You know, everybody appeals their decision. This is just how the legal process works. But on a day-to-day -day basis, once again, just talking about this guy, how awkward is that? Being in a place where just absolutely nobody wants you. I guess this must be how it is whenever I walk in a room. <laughs> there it is. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, this just, reminds just me weird. of... This reminds me of... Um... I don't know how I can do this without like completely outing myself as where I went to high school. Long story short, <laughs> why do you care if people know where yeah, you went to high school? I don't school? really care. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> Confidential information. Um, when I was in high school, there was a teacher that was blogging about all her students. Yeah. And like bad stuff, like not using names, but using really, you know, pretty much calling out the parents, calling out the students for how bad their kids are and how spoiled and blah, 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 blah everything else you can imagine. Uh, somebody caught wind of it. It went down as this whole thing. She was on like Good Morning America. She was on all this stuff. Just the classic freedom of speech versus, you know, freedom of consequence or whatever else you want to say. Yeah. Um, but same similar thing. She fought. She was so stubborn about it. They were like, leave like we will pay you a pension or whatever whatever but it was just became this game of i want to stay and no we want to kick you out so she ended up staying and the i think the the students or the uh the administration basically gave the parents a choice and it was like if you don't want to be in her class let us know because that's kind of how they were going to get her fired and yeah. so like pretty much every parent was like we don't want our kid in her class so she had classes with like three students in them and uh and my brother was in her homeroom and i guess it was just like other other students would like run in and like throw stink bombs on the ground and stuff and it was just like the whole school against her and i think she eventually ended up quitting or leaving or or something else but uh, it's like a similar thing was, i think they just get in this point where they're like no i am right no matter what and then even though literally nobody including the students wants you to be there yeah, I think the difference with this, and you're you're right about the fighting, like going back and forth point. But I think the point is, is that I don't think most of the students even care, because especially like we've talked about this before, just the kind of mentality. Like I think in most core classes, it's just like, as long as your teaching gets me an A, I will say whatever and do whatever if it's a core class because I'm gonna need it for those tougher ones. And I think he taught, I think he taught English. Um, so I don't even think most of the students really cared. But what I said originally was that like. I think this guy was trying to set him up for a book like how the Naval Academy conspired against me. And then uh. and then once he was given his job back, he was like, oh, no. And so now that his quote unquote scholarly research, I bet he's actually pulling for the Academy to win. I bet his scholarly research is just writing his book. And so we'll know if the court comes back and says, OK, Naval Academy, go ahead and fire him. If he's yeah. actually been kind of had the long con and now he's just been getting paid his $173,000 a year or whatever to write a book if it goes on on sale at like Books a Million or whatever Barnes and Noble. So, um yeah, a, an interesting story and I I still want to just keep following it because the guy is is really bizarre and it's the whole thing's been kind of an enigma. <laughs> um was there anything else you wanted to talk about? We haven't done an episode in a few weeks. We just gotten kind of busy and i know we wanted to do one before the long weekend but really just never got around to it um 
anything else going on another thing uh the c17 uniforms drop yeah i don't know we're gonna, when we're gonna use this we've had a big problem we, we like to use them against the worst teams uniforms because they're so cool and a lot of times we don't get them um on televised games like a few years ago we got it we played georgia state i believe um in atlanta and it like wasn't on tv well that's i think that was the game that was that we said was streamed on facebook or streamed on twitch or something well last year's fau game when we broke them out and that was the thing so we've been we've been using it in our out of conference game um that isn't against the service academies and it's just tough for me because army and navy use their their i guess their legacy uniforms whatever you want to call them their alternates um for the army navy game so for us i i kind of get it but it's like man i'd love to use it for a big early season home game well i remember Um, the thing last year or i think people were talking about was like oh well for for the harm the home service academy game we just gotta wear the white with the blue stripe and the blue bolt like that's classic air force but nobody associates, it's not Michigan or Notre Dame, nobody associates, like, the blue bolt on the white helmet with Air Force. I mean, they do, yeah, they really but it's, don't. it's not like this is Air Force's uniform. When at Notre Dame, when they switched from, like, the gold, or the one shade of gold to a different shade of gold, everyone was in, like, outroar because of it. And yeah, it's like, classic outroar. Just wear the cool uniform when it's going to be televised. Yeah. I agree. But, um, I mean, they are cool uniforms. Not a huge fan of the tail flash on the back, but they have that really nice, like, subdued gray, grays. The helmets look amazing. Yeah, the helmets uh, are awesome. Are really I think cool. if they kept the tail flash, I get it, because on the C-17, that's the color, and that's what they have on the tail flash, but it just looks out of place. They should have just kept it all matte gray and maybe, like, had, like, a subdued kind of version of the tail flash with the same logo and the little heritage thing they have on each tail flash but or or one thing that i really like that uh army and navy both do is they will really like gas up their their like compressions like their compression shirts and their compression shorts i think it'd be cool if we just did a completely like tail flash driven compression shirt and then you can just see that little pop of color kind of peeking out from under the uniform yeah or I think like that'd be cool or like towels or gloves. Yeah. That like little bit of color flash. Yeah, that'd be that'd be, cool. that'd be sweet. But or even just like a small sticker on the helmet. But yeah. I mean either way, they're dope. Uh, obviously they put a lot of time and, and effort into figuring out what's gonna look good, especially after they put out I think kinda started with the Thunderbird uniform, set the tone. And yeah. then re sparked with the A ten uniform. That was crazy. Uh last year's I liked with the what was it, the AC one thirty? Yeah, the AC-130s. Uh, Those are sweet. It was cool. It was just there was a lot going on on the helmet. I like simplicity, and these ones, the ex- it's like the perfect matte gray to have the black stand out enough. Yeah, they're really cool. So I don't want to talk too much crap, but. And if you would like to get one of those helmets for your own, a small donation of at least twelve hundred dollars to the Falcon Athletic Fund will get you one of those helmets, <laughs> and that is not a joke. Wait for real. Um, I'm dead serious. Which it's one of those things where it's cool. If yeah, you, I mean you've if got you to have twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, if you got twelve hundred bucks lying around, I mean you can make that donation to your alma mater, help out the academy, and then you get it. It's pretty cool in return. But for somebody like me who doesn't just have twelve hundred dollars to give back to the academy, um, just like kind of on a whim, but still really wants a helmet. It's like that being said, um, go to fastneat below average. Exactly. Oh, the transition, <laughs> the king of transitions. <laughs> FastNeatBelowAverage.com, spell average A-V-G for all your FNBA gear. 
Uh, we got we we brought back a new and improved version of the Army and Navy play for second shirts. So I think those are just like staple shirts you can wear to any game, and people are gonna know what's going on. So yeah, absolutely. And we did see a few people in the crowd this weekend uh, with the flags, which was awesome to see. You don't just have to have the flags against Army and Navy. Let them know. And like we said this weekend, we also happen to be playing against Army on the same day as the football game. So um, no matter what, it's it's kind of like it's 5 o'clock somewhere. We're always beating Army and Navy somewhere. So. Except in the um, Pentagon playing volleyball this weekend. Yeah, but, but we don't yeah, talk, about that. talk about that. Uh, cool. So anyways, yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening, and we will try to be back as soon as possible. So that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I think we're good to go. Cool. Peace. See ya. So yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome. To thin air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price down the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag of skittles, the skittles. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360.